0: So do me a favor, grab your notebook and a pen and your favorite bevy and let's get to the show. Okay, hold on. Humor me for a second here because this is too good not to share. If if you've been following me for a while, I had I pretty much cut out all alcohol for a few years time, which is crazy but true. I'd have a drink maybe like here or there if we had friends over and we made a big dinner or once every couple of months. Like one drink every couple of months maybe but i'd always pay for it later and i hated that like it's not worth it to me. I have three little kids. They don't care that mommy had a glass of wine the night before and they're not going to let me sleep it off. I can't stand hangovers. I can't stand being foggy-brained or having a headache or whatever the next day. I'd have one glass of wine. I was turning into such a pathetic little lightweight and it would cut into my work and my mood. It just it wasn't worth it. But if i'm being totally transparent, the Italian in me missed her wine and that was just kind of my like Curl up by the fire kind of drink, or my cherry on top of an amazing Italian dinner kind of thing, but it wasn't worth it. And you also know that I'm totally obsessed with health. We've eliminated all the garbage in our lives as a family. And it never really occurred to me that I'm over here avoiding fruits and vegetables that are sprayed with chemicals, buying organic, but I'd drink a glass of wine, never putting two and two together, that the grapes were being sprayed with all the toxins that we completely cut out of our lives. So when I heard about dry farm wines, I'm a skeptic and a research junkie. So I dug into it. Organically grown grapes without any of the additives or toxins sprayed on them, the stuff that I hate. Sugar-free. That's right, sugar-free. And sometimes I feel like for me, having a drink, the sugar hits me harder the next day than the alcohol even does. Lower cell fights. Paleo and keto friendly. So I also am the type that never wants to recommend anything to you guys unless I've tried it for myself and tried it quite a few times. So I'm happy to report that I'm obsessed. My husband and I are obsessed with dry farm wines. I can drink wine again. I can curl it by the fire. I can have it with my big bowl of pasta. And I love the taste. And really, I love the fact that it's small batch and supporting organic farmers all over the world. This is like you know, what I stand for in business too. I want to support the small businesses throughout the world. So if you care about that kind of stuff like I do, or you just really like good wine, go check them out. They've offered to do something special for you guys as my listeners of scaling up. And they're going to give you a bottle for one penny. They can't do it for free legally because of the whole alcohol thing with your order at dryfarmwines.com forward slash eliz, E-L-I-Z. So Man, it has just been so worth it to go this route. I can enjoy a glass of wine again. And if there's ever a bottle you don't love, they replace it, no questions asked. So that's always really appreciated because then you're not going to love every single wine that you try. It's a perfect gift for yourself, maybe, or for my fellow wine lovers and hangover haters, this is great for you. No hangover. Are you hearing the words coming out of my mouth? No hangover. So go check them out. Take advantage of what they're doing for our Scaling Up community. I so appreciate that. dryfarmwines.com forward slash Eliz. Okay, thanks for letting me digress for a second here. And let's get back to the show. All right, guys, I'm a little nervous today. I have to be totally honest coming into today's episode because... We have some really big things happening behind the scenes, like terrifyingly big levels that I've never even considered tapping into before are happening in real time. And I can't fully reveal what that is yet, but I can assure you that you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, We are going to soon be opening the doors to a new company, and it's going to disrupt small business and entrepreneurship. And saying that out loud sounds insane, because I have been following the greats for a long time who've been doing incredible things. But this is something that doesn't yet exist. And it's what people have been asking for. So today's episode is a little taste of what's coming like a very little small, tiny, like small plate, we'll say. Okay, and I'm nervous because although you might not know what's going on, I do and I'm overthinking it. So Today's episode is a big one. This is single-handedly one of the most critical components to success and one of the most important teachings that I've personally ever come up with. And I'm sharing it with you here today because I've witnessed this incredibly detrimental shift in entrepreneurship, and it's disguised as the righteous path to success, but it's really a shortcut to massive failure, and the reason it's so critical is because people actually think that what they are doing right now is going to get them where they want to go, and they're being deceived. People do not know what's actually happened; they have been duped. But I don't want that to be the case for you. So, if you set goals, create to-do lists, have vision, have a calendar pack with important stuff. But you also feel like there's something more you're called to, or you're hitting some major financial ceilings that you want to break through and get to your next level, or you're frustrated with who you attract onto your team or the clients that you're bringing in, or you just want to start firing on all cylinders and feel like it's clicking, this episode is for you. Today, I'm going to walk you through my BARS framework, and it's what will make all the difference in opening you up to your next level of possibility. And it's something that you can start to implement when serving other people too. So let's go hit the bar, shall we? How often have you felt any of these things or said any of these things? I want to break through to my next level. I'm ready to earn more money, or or I want six figures or seven figures. I want true freedom. Like I want the time freedom. That's what I'm building. I want to feel more confident in my decision making and I want more clarity around what I should be doing. Like, where should I be spending my time? How do I find people who are going to show up and support my business, hiring the right people, show up and support it as much as I do? But at the same time, you have these thoughts in your head. You know you're the bottleneck in your business. Things are kind of getting trapped at you. Things feel really complicated or convoluted. You feel pulled to work and to your family at the same time. So you feel like you're failing in both categories. You're wondering if freedom is really attainable for you because you haven't experienced it. You have flexibility, but you don't have the freedom yet because you always feel like you have to be launching or creating. You're tired of investing in different programs or coaches or products, but not getting the results that you really want. And you keep thinking like, oh, this is going to be the thing, but it's not. You think you should be further along than you are, or you feel like an imposter when you try to commit to that next level, or you're just not feeling fulfilled. That's because we, we as entrepreneurs, do things painfully out of order and incorrectly, and we we stop in the growth process. We're taught to fake it till we make it. We live in this brutal social media era where we're supposed to create this persona. And sometimes it's under the guise of creating a personal brand. Oh, this is just my personal brand. But it's not really us at the core. Like it's not honoring who we are called to be or our true values. And we give this illusion that it's us because it's what we think people want to see or hear. What's the market is calling for? We hustle. We grind. We study. We learn. We buy more things or hire more people to try and bridge the gaps thinking that's what we finally need to get there. And if you've ever said or thought like, I just need to do X. Like if I could just do X, then fill in the blank. Or when I finally do Y, or when I finally get to Y, I'll be able to Z or I'll finally experience Z. Some version of that sentiment. It is time to change how you operate personally and in your business for good. Because if you are not checking all these boxes that we're going to go through today, spoiler alert. The ending is not what you think it's going to be. So get out a notebook and walk with me through this process. It's so, so important. How often is this our go to process in achievement? Figure out, I mean, like, we're all ambitious listening to this, okay? So you're going to resonate with this. Figure out what we need to do and then get to work and then work harder and harder, right? Like, that tends to be our pattern. Or if we're a little more evolved in the growth process, or maybe we have more years under our belt, or we've read the personal growth or business growth books, we cast the vision and then we set the goals that lead us to where we want to go. And then we do the work necessary to make it happen. We are not just dreamers here, right? Like we put pedal to the metal, we make stuff happen. And sometimes we think that's good enough. That's where most people, entrepreneurs, live for their entire journey. And it's why so many of them feel burnt out by the process. They're tired. They're freaking frustrated. They have to keep up appearances when things are really starting to fall apart behind the scenes. And it's also why the wins that they achieve, because you can definitely have wins living in that category, don't get me wrong, they don't last or they don't feel good, or they're not what we expected. How often do you hit a goal and move right on to the next thing? Or wonder why that achievement just like Wait a minute, I thought that was going to feel incredible, and I'm like telling myself it does, but I don't really care that much, or it's not really clicking, or I want more. I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to teach you how to fix it and how to do it right. I came up with this BARS framework, B-A-R-S, because I like going to the BAR. Just kidding. Because a few, years, a few years ago, probably now, after mentoring a lot of my clients and masterminders through some really big business wins, but then I started to see one of a few things happen after the fact. Either they didn't feel fulfilled by the, the goals that they were setting and achieving. They were moving right on to the next thing really quickly. Or it would be a spike. Like they it would be like a peak. Like, oh, I had hit, finally hit this big thing. But that peak didn't become their floor. Like they didn't then grow from there. Then they'd experience a valley. So there was evidence of like, not continual growth, it was just peaks and valleys and there's a difference. They were burnt out. They couldn't sustain it. They felt like a total imposter, like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like they they were trying to fit the part, but they didn't feel it at their core. I didn't want my clients to have the wins without the joy or the purpose behind it. And I wanted it ultimately to be leading them towards who they're called to be, what they're called to do, like the big picture. I wanted to help him for the long haul. So the first step is one you likely know, and you might apply in some capacity, but you don't necessarily embody it in this moment. Some do, but most don't. And it's believe. The B is believe, okay? So st- track with me. This is not going to be some pie in the sky concept. This is the real deal. And I know you're sitting here like, what do you mean believe? Like, obviously, that's what you have to do as an entrepreneur. Trust me. I've worked with multi-seven-figure and even eight-figure entrepreneurs that have not figured out how to fully embody this. And I know you. You're the ambitious type. So I know you have the vision and the goals and the work ethic. But do you at a cellular level, like, does your body even agree with you and how it operates that you believe in possibility? And if you need to pause for a moment to really sit with that question, then do it. Because sometimes we we learn something and we skate right through it. But really ask yourself, like, do I believe in what I say I'm going to be doing, what I'm called to, what I'm working towards, my goals? my Like, do I believe at a cellular level to the point where my body is responding and showing evidence that it actually believes, meaning there's like you can say you believe, but if you feel a ton of anxiety and stress around pushing towards something or you your brain tells you you're an imposter, or you start to sweat when you step into like the next step in the process, your body hasn't, you don't fully embody that belief. Because until we're answering an astounding yes, you're going to grind your way to the winds, but they will never be what you want them to be and you won't be able to hold on to it. There is a massive difference between saying you believe something and living that belief. And the difference, although seemingly small, dictates the outcome, which is why I know you want to hear what to do next. In my earlier years of business, I was pushing, I'll never forget this, like I was, this was probably eight years ago. I was pushing for a really big business goal that year. You had to hit a certain financial benchmark in order to be able to attend this leadership event that I really wanted to be able to go to. But you had to have a certain level of income to go. So I was pushing and like writing out the goal and casting the vision and believing in my head that it was going to happen and all that stuff. But believing in your head and in your body and what you embody is very different. But like so often happens when we set the goal at the beginning of the year, the months start passing like kind of quickly. Why is it that when we have the big goals, the months go really fast? And I wasn't on top of chipping away at the goal as the year went on. So it came down to the last two weeks, two weeks prior to the deadline of achieving that goal. And I had left basically a year of work for those last two weeks. So I had a call with my business mentor and to talk, I'd just like to talk through some business goals I had, and this was my big goal for the year. And I remember saying to him, yeah, I'm just like, I'm so bummed that it's not going to happen this year, but I'm going to make it happen next year. How often do we say stuff like, "I'm this wasn't my year, but next year is going to be the year? And he responded in a way I didn't expect. He said, "Okay, did the deadline pass? And I said, no, but it's impossible to hit at this point. Like, I'm so far from this goal, it's not even funny. Like, I've never made... What I have to make in those two weeks, I haven't even made in a year's time before, so like it's just not happening. And his response to that was, "You're right. If that's what you believe to be true, you're right. You can't do it. But then he challenged me, and he said, "What if you went through the next two weeks believing that that it was happening? Like that it was a hundred percent possible? So much so you were you started packing your bags for the trip, that everything you did or said or thought embodied that belief that you didn't allow even like an ounce of doubt in during this limited period of time? It's going to be tough because you naturally let doubt in. But what if you didn't let it in for these two weeks? What if everything you did was around the fact that you were going to make this happen and you believed it to be true? Those two weeks were one of the most transformative periods in my entire life. I've never at that point embodied a positive belief like that because I had spent my life only embodying the negative beliefs that came really naturally to me. What ended up happening was I hit the goal and I attended the event. And that event opened up so many doors for me. It was kind of like that peak I needed to step into my next level of me. Belief is so critical. And without it, you can do the next step that we're going to get into, the A in the bars method here, but it's only going to take you so far. So understanding that power of belief can change the game for you. So this next step, it's achieve. It's doing what's required to hit the goal. Most of us live here. We stop here and that's good enough. We say we believe and then we can hit goals. We have good launches. We employ decent enough people. We make good money. We might even make a lot of money, but we don't even tap into the full glory of what's possible when we stop here. When we stop here, we don't get to experience what's available to us, which is why so few people ever do experience that full possibility. Achieve is really simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. It's get to work like what I did in those two weeks. So I believed it, but then I got to work, right? Like I did things I had never done, That was achievement, too, in addition to belief. You do what's necessary to make the thing happen. So if I sell X of this offer, I hit my, you know, 500K goal. Or if I pitch enough publications, I eventually get that feature I want. If I brand and rebrand and listen to my audience, I eventually hit the nail on the head and grow the following that I'm looking for. But success isn't attained from achievement alone. This is where the mistake happens. And I want you to pay close attention from here forward if you haven't already. (laughs) We tend to live in this category. You are likely very capable. You want to launch a podcast so you research the best approach, you spend the time marketing, you create the content, you host the interviews, you get the feedback, and you do it. And maybe you even do it really well. So what's wrong with that? Can't you just keep up-leveling the goals and the vision and keep doing what you're doing, and it will continue to chip away at the success you want to achieve? Well, no. No. Because we are not separate from our wins. What happens when we achieve in our business, but don't dedicate the time to growing ourselves in leadership, we cap our potential. And the scary part is that we likely won't notice it because we're seeing wins and that masks the underlying problem. So some symptoms of this, in case you want to run a little diagnostic test on your own reality and on yourself, are things like, uh not feeling gratitude or joy when you achieve a goal like automatically not forced but automatically feeling your worth tied up in productivity or achievement if you're uncomfortable with white space or downtime or stillness or doing work that doesn't move the needle or it feels like it doesn't move the needle it's not like going to get you an instant result if you feel burnt out if you're constantly creating and launching and planning for launches If you have those peaks and valleys we talked about, but the valleys are not getting higher and higher with time, which I'll discuss in a minute. When you feel like you lack clarity or confidence in your decisions, uh, when you feel like an imposter, no matter how much success you achieve, you still feel like, man, am I really capable of this? Am I worthy of this? Or I'm just, I'm going to be found out. When you live in the weeds of your business. So like when you're the taskmaster and when you're feeling pulled to business and away from family. And you can't or you are uncomfortable with taking time off. So what's the next step people often fail to get to? I'm going to tell you that in one second. I just want to remind you, as we navigate this big shift and we open the doors to this new company, and I'm terrified of all of it, but knowing with such incredible clarity and certainty that this is it. I don't want you guys to miss out on the big announcement and what that looks like. So make sure you go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash big news, elizabethhartke.com forward slash big news so that you can opt to get the big announcement before everybody else. Okay, so the next step you have believe, you have achieve, is receive. Receiving is becoming the version of yourself that is able to enter seamlessly into an accomplishment, an achievement, with a sense of fulfillment and alignment and clarity and positive energy. It sounds like a really simple thing, but you'd be surprised by how many people are uncomfortable with it. And I want you to do a little gut check on yourself, either going back to a previous achievement. It can be a little thing, right? Like selling that, that uh, next one-on-one spot you have or a really big thing either think about something in the past or pay attention to the next thing you achieve, how did you receive it? Did it kind of just like glance right off you and you kept going? Or was it this seamless energy and this true sense of fulfillment and clarity that like, I'm in the right place and I'm doing the right things and this is where I'm called to be. This can't be manufactured the way that achievement can be. Achievement can be manufactured. These are shoes you have to grow into, and it's not going to come from just writing affirmations on your mirror. This requires you to unearth what's holding you back, where your ego is taking over instead of your intuition, where you're being swayed by your environment versus swaying your environment. Maybe it's therapy you need. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a tight community of like-minded entrepreneurs who are going to hold up the mirror, cough, cough, the maverick mastermind linked in the show notes. But it's a willingness to stop and ask the self-reflection questions that will help you evolve. Why do I feel that way? Why do I react that way? Why do I think that? Is it true? Where does that come from? How could I do better next time? What is my role in this? Where am I falling short? What do I want this to look like? So some of the symptoms of growing to this level, the good symptoms, you naturally, not forcibly, but naturally celebrate the win. So like something happens and you start to celebrate and feel the goodness. You don't have to put on your calendar going to celebrate successful launch. You, you jump into that celebration. You take time off regularly. You're, pre- you're present wherever your feet are rooted in that moment. So if you're with your kids, you're not thinking about work. When you're working, you're not thinking about how you're not with your family. You are present. You feel fulfilled in your work. You're not as stressed. You're calm in stressful situations. And you can see with clarity the path forward. You see the good in challenges. Doesn't mean you love them, but you see the good in them. You're in alignment with what you're called to do. And you're you're not swayed by external forces, whether it's, like, what you think you should post on social media or how you should respond to something political or what you think. Like, you're not – it's just not you. You are who you are. You know who you are. You move forward knowing that with certainty and confidence. When you elevate from just head down, work until you get it, to receive – this next level like stepping into this receiving where most people stop at achieve you step into receive doors start opening for you almost faster than you can keep up with it i've personally experienced this in what one of the hardest years of my life physically going through my health struggle and and being away from family and all these different things that have happened but embodying the things that we're talking about i cannot keep up with the doors that are opening it is such a gift In that achieve level, it's all on you. You make it happen. You calculate. You create. In the receive level, you magnetize it to you because of who you become. I had this awesome client join one of my masterminds. And she came to me. And when you apply to my masterminds or my programs, you fill out an application. So I see a lot of like what your achievements are and the things you've accomplished. And she accomplished incredible things like major feats, being one of the top people in her company, uh, just huge deal. And then we get on a Zoom to talk. And the first thing she says is, I'm a fake. I'm a fake. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm a fake million dollar earner. I'm a fake top person in my company. I'm like, well, did you hit it or did you not? She's like, I did, but I'm not there. She had achieved it. She had busted her butt and done the work, but she hadn't elevated herself to the level necessary in order to receive it. And a lot of us experience that often in our businesses. Once you've elevated here, the next level starts to happen a little more naturally. There's, there's a flow through from believe to achieve to receive. And then the final piece of the puzzle Sustain. Can you hold on to it? Can you hold on to it? Can you keep going naturally? That success becomes the foundation for continued growth, and you know with clarity what to do with that success as you build your legacy. It's not an automatic jump from the last category, from receive to to sustain, but you have momentum now. When you're in the receive space and it's genuine and authentic, you have momentum. So when you think about someone that hits the lottery, right, so they, they hit this lottery, what happens almost all the time? They go broke or their lives fall apart because they were not the person that they needed to be in order to both achieve, receive, and sustain that level of wealth. They hadn't become the person who holds on that level onto that level of wealth. They were just dropped into it. And oftentimes we want to be dropped into our goals. We're like, oh, I just want to get to this. Like, I want the house. I want the place. I want the family. I want that. But if we're not taking the time to become the person that's required in order to achieve, receive, and sustain what it is we say we want, we're going to be sorely disappointed. Same thing. Like, kid comes right out of high school, goes into the NBA. They end up. You know, married with six girlfriends, losing their money, substance abuse issues, they weren't the person ready for that level yet. I heard in a sermon once, and I think I've shared it before here, but it's too good not to share again. It's so relevant. It's like the gestation period of a pregnancy right? So there's a reason that that baby cooks for nine months. And when that baby is born too early, sometimes there are complications. And God forbid, they're born way too early, they can't sustain life. There is a gestation period, there's growth happening in you. But it doesn't happen automatically. Right? You have to create that growth in order to sustain the life you say you want to live. So picture a horizontal line just going straight across. Entrepreneurship is a peaked and valleyed, you know, up and down squiggly line across that continuum of the horizontal line. Right. So you see like uptick and then it goes down below the horizontal line and then up above the horizontal line again. And maybe it's at different heights and What most people experience is the peaks and the valleys, the ups and the downs for the long haul across that straight line. And they say things like, oh, that's the roller coaster of entrepreneurship, or this is what it looks like to be a business owner. But they didn't notice something, that their baseline stays perfectly straight and horizontal. So what does that mean? That is the foundation. Them, they are the foundation. It is the same the whole way through. And there are good days and bad days, good years and bad day, bad years, wins and losses. Those are the peaks and the valleys, but all in the same stagnant continuum. So what should it look like? When you break into receive and sustain that horizontal line, instead of going perfectly across, it's gradually tipping upward. It's tilted up towards where a top right quadrant would be, representing that continued growth. Meaning although you still have the peaks and valleys, the valleys, the lowest lows get a little less low with time. And the peaks, the highest highs get a little bit higher with time. Your ceiling starts to become your floor with time. Because if you do this over a long period of time, it's hard to explain without the visual, but hopefully you're tracking with me, you'll see that those valleys years from now or a year from now, whatever the time span is, if it's all across this tipped upward line, those valleys, some of your valleys are at the same height as your original peaks back in the day. That's growth. This is where you step into and embody that leadership. It's when you're still going to face plenty of challenges, in fact, even bigger challenges, but it becomes easier to navigate them. Some of the symptoms here in this space are more flow states, right? You get into your zone and you just keep going. More clarity around your purpose and your work. You know the lane you're supposed to stay in and you stay there with confidence. You're able to deal with conflict without so much disruption emotionally and physically. You're magnetizing the right people and opportunities into your world you know what to say yes to and what to say no to. You have so much more productivity and less wasted time. You have more energy and creativity and more money flowing in, more faith in the process. You're becoming known for what you do and doors start opening more frequently and more easily for you. There's such a small percentage of entrepreneurs who break into this full framework, not because it's not available to them or because they don't have what it takes or they can't do it or they're not ready for it. It's because they're they're not aware of it. They have no idea there are these other categories after achievement. And without that awareness, we can't grow or evolve. So like I said, this is a little taste of what's coming. A very small snippet, but something big is coming down the pike and I can't, wait to show you guys to share it with you. In fact, you guys are a big reason that it's coming down the pike. I've been listening over the last couple years of running this podcast. And I've been so inspired by so many of your stories, and so much of what you've been asking for and where you've been stuck and the wins that you've had because you've applied what you've learned. And I don't want you to miss out on what's coming next because you are the inspiration for the birth of it all. It's going to flip entrepreneurship on its head. It's going to disrupt industries and it's going to open up the doors to levels of success that most people never get their hands on. And I want you to have your hands on it. And I want you to be the first to know what's coming. So go to elizabethhartkey.com forward slash big news and make sure you get your name on that list because we're going to be announcing it soon. And you're not going to want to miss that initial announcement because we have something exciting for you. Thanks for tuning in. And I can't wait to continue to go on this incredible journey with you. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today.